90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, that's us. Kel, how you doing? Fantastical. How are you, Sharon? No complaints. Adam, how about you? I'm great. It's a big day for me. Oh, are you do pregnant? Do you want to know why? Yes, I do. Uh, we all work in radio, right? Yes. And today, we got our ratings. <gasps> and the radio station I work for, for the first time in its history, Uh-oh. is the most listened to radio in all of Canada. Can you imagine? Ooh, wow, that's here. awesome. So your show specifically? Well, the whole the, the whole, whole radio, station. not the show specifically, but the whole radio, the most listened to radio in Canada. So it's a huge day. We've been celebrating. Uh, from wow. a distance, Adam. Celebrating from a distance. <laughs> from a distance with our masks on. We took it out to, um, took it off to, 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 to have it, a little sip of champagne. Nice. Um, but it's a really big day for us. No so, kidding. Congratulations. Uh, That's awesome. Thank Congratulations, you. Adam. Yay. Yay. Uh, Sharon, uh, our stations are up there, but not that high. (laughs) (laughs) We're both slightly distracted now. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're like, what could we have done better? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. Good job. Crazy business. Way to go, Adam. I got to go work on my Uh, show on the radio. See ya. (laughs) Sharon will get her revenge during trivia, I'm sure. (laughs) No, it's all friendly fire. Fun, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've got, uh, obviously, 90s stuff to get to, and certainly things from now. Uh, And I think the... The first thing that we'll get into uh, actually brings together both those elements quite nicely with a reintroduction to one of our faves from the 90s. We've also got um, (laughs) the fact that there's going to be no new music from Elton John for the time being and the clearest quote on how he feels about that coming up, too. Uh, What else are we going to do? Queen Latifah? On your small screen or large screen, depending on what you've uh, treated yourself to during this pandemic, uh, you have two occasions to enjoy Queen Latifah, so we'll talk about that. And let's give an update on the trivia situation. Adam is on the uh, roll forward. He is uh, sitting at three points to Sharon's 12. And considering we went weeks with nothing, this is banner news. This is like (laughs) the steamroll is in effect. (laughs) <laughs> Adam's on the way. Uh, so this will be good. And I, I'm I'm uh, pleased as punch with my trivia questions today. So we'll see what the two of you think. That's never good for me. And That's usually not, not good for me either. So it means that there's going to be no change in the score. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and two blank looks like, what is she talking about? Yeah. Should be yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, it should be so great. I love <laughs> it. Well, um, I think we should start with the uh, the reintroduction of one of our faves from the 90s, who we get to see weekly, and if not a couple of times a week, on uh, The Voice. When the future surprise. Mrs. Blake Shelton. Love her. <laughs> Do you think she'll go yeah. by Gwen Shelton? No, I, I think she'll keep Gwen Stefani. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. That doesn't sound great. Gwen, Gwen Shelton. Gwen Shelton. I don't like it. <laughs> well, it's okay because it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know tell what? Her, Sharon. her new song called "Let Me Reintroduce Myself." Maybe she will be changing her name. There's no indication in the song of that. Of course, we're just joking around. But this song that she performed on The Voice the other night is amazing. I it's love so it. Good. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear it, Adam? I did not. I'll have to go listen to it. It's like You'll old school Gwen. Yeah, yeah. It definitely nice. sounds like something she would have done when she first came out as a solo artist, and even I think tinges of No Doughty going yeah. on in there. Totally. And it's interesting, the whole, the concept of uh, 
listening to music versus watching and listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, the song in it, it, uh, on its own is great. But watching it the other night on The Voice, I'm like, wow, look at that. We were enjoying it because her backup singers and backup dancers were dressed like old school Gwen would have dressed. Oh, so there was amazing. no no doubt that that didn't just happen. Do you know, like, yeah. <laughs> the idea behind Let Me Reintroduce Myself really sonically got back to old sounds that she really came from. Mm-hmm. So it was a great return. I think it's amazing for her. And I think that, like, well, I think I, I read in the article we were looking at that she wasn't really planning on this, mm-hmm. but then out came 20 songs, and she said that she kind of fantasized about it, but wasn't sure, and I guess possibly didn't put any pressure on herself, which was probably the right thing to do. And then uh, she sort of feels like she's in this nostalgic way, I guess, clearly, if she's yeah. reintroducing herself. And... um I'm so excited because I think the world could use a little awesome sauce Gwen Stefani. Ah, uh, no kidding. The fact that she didn't expect to be writing and then went on to say it was in there. Yeah. <laughs> and that has been really, really incredible. It's if if 20 new songs, uh, whether or not we'll get all 20 on an album or just like the cherry picking best of 20 great Gwen songs, I think we're in a really good position for new music. Something to look forward to again for 2021. Do you think that No Doubt will ever do – I think they will. I feel like at some point they'll come back and do a reunion album. I just – I can't imagine them not. Because I think they're all still buds, right? So oh, there's yeah. not some contentious well, Buds and issue. actual, like, bloods. <laughs> yeah. Buds and bloods. Maybe that's what it's going to be called. Buds and bloods, <laughs> imagine. Buds and bloods. Sweet. Um yeah, I I can't see that it wouldn't happen, you know, like Well, I mean those... if Guns N' Roses pulled it together, <laughs> I think these yep. two can. <laughs> somewhat barely, but people were super stoked about it. So yeah, I think so. What's your uh your bets on Liam and Noel ever figuring it out? I feel never. like never. No, okay. Never. They're too because stubborn, it, the two of they them. They came close and I think the fact that uh Liam Gallagher's albums and if not uh well there's a couple of songs that really sort of pointed toward um not an apology, but kind of like, hey, <laughs> let's mend this kind of thing. It, 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 and certainly he would never admit to, uh, you know, extending the olive branch, let's say. But it sounded like, you know, like <laughs> there could have been something there. But then right as soon as you think that something's mm-hmm. going to be fixed with those squabbling brothers, they quash it and then almost like verbally punch each other in the head. Are they the only two brothers in that family? I don't really know much about them. Do they have another sibling at all? I think that's the downside. I'm sure they do have a few siblings, and I just don't know, you know, what's going on. And that's fine. It's none of my business, and and it's not their life that uh, mm-hmm. that they're not in the public eye, let's say. But I think that's the downfall to Oasis as a band. All people refer to them as, are they, you know, those Gallagher brothers, those Gallagher brothers. It would be a challenge to to point out another band member's name. I think in a global perspective, (laughs) if you're not a diehard fan, you might really like Oasis music, but you'd have a hard time pointing out who the drummer was or who Mm. uh, played bass or the other guitar player, you know? Well, exactly. Which is too bad because that means their squabbling got in the way. Well, yeah, exactly. A thousand percent. And I was just hoping if they did have another sibling that they could talk some sense into them, but I'm assuming by now that's probably not going to happen regardless. So No. 
They're just unhappy fit people. Crabby um, buggers. There we go. I'm actually looking forward to back to Gwen for just a, a quick second. Mm-hmm. I will look forward to see who has produced the album. Did she go and work with Pharrell? Like, I don't know yet. So I'm looking forward to finding out who she's been hanging out with. No kidding. You know, I actually found out. So you know Benny Blanco, right? Like, I'm like... You've probably heard of him. We started to play him a lot on the pop station I work for. But -hmm. he's been a songwriter producer for many, many years. And uh, I just found out that he was actually the one that worked with Ed Sheeran on his Divide album. And so I would have never thought that in a million years. But it's interesting to know, Mm. like, how they all kind of hook up. And apparently Ed was, uh, I guess, I I think he said he was going to be, like, bored on tour or something. So Benny was like, I'll come with you. And then they wrote the third album or whatever. So Cool. That's it's neat. interesting how things come about. And now they're gajillionaires, so it's all good. It's funny, too, like to hear you refer to him as Ed. Yeah. Like he's one of those people in my mind that I'm like, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sh- and then Ed. Who's Ed? You yeah. know, he's the full name somehow. It's true. Well, that's how I say Gwen Stefani because like. Yes, exactly. It's what it is. Well, uh, are we, we ready for trivia? If we her as uh, her first name, it means we're friends with her. So Exactly. Gwen I'd like it to is. be friends with Gwen Stefani. No kidding. Uh, Adam, are you ready for trivia? I guess. Am I? <laughs> I'm not sure. Let's uh, let's do it. 90s. <laughs> now. Trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. I feel like yeah. the two of you are going to be bing bonged out of this one this week. We'll, we'll, see. <laughs> oh, we'll see what happens. The truth comes out. So uh, recap wrap 12-3 for Sharon right now. Yes. And uh, Adam's been on the move the last couple of weeks, and our faithful li- listener, Jamie McGee, is pulling for you, Adam, so we'll see what <laughs> Thank happens. Thank you, Jamie. <laughs> uh, all right. Which actor rose to fame playing Joey Potter in Dawson's Creek? Sharon. Go, Sharon. What's her name with the dark hair? <laughs> I need a name. The, one that, the, the former Mrs. Uh, Tom Cruise, whose name is Kayla. I can't remember. <laughs> totally went right out of my head. Katie? Yes. Katie Holmes. There it is. <laughs> Do I is give a it? point to each of you for coming? Yes. All right. So it's now. It's now. <laughs> did you know, Adam? I did not. I just completed your Katie. I like that. So we team. We team. So Everdated. thirteen four. We'll both... I just. I just googled Joey Potter. I was convinced it was a boy when you first asked uh, the question. Uh-oh. So wait a second. You googled. You well, I just Adam googled Joey Potter. <laughs> Oh, okay. I always Google the, the, the question after oh, we've given okay. the answer. Oh, I see. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll go with uh, 13.4 then. So we'll split that point. It should really be 12.5 and 3.5, but that's way too much math for me. Uh, and so uh, just so Sharon it won't complain about anything, I'll show you my hands to show you, to prove you I'm not cheating. Keep All right? those hands Deal? up. Okay. Here we go. All right. Mine so too. this is a question where the two of you, I'm not sure how this is going to work out, but I, I feel like through the art of deduction, either of you could figure this out. All right. So All right. question number two, Web Van launched in the late 90s and was ahead of its time uh, because it, like today it probably would have been doing very, very well. Uh, it offered uh, to this online and uh, to order and deliver online. What was the product that it? That you could Adam. order and deliver. Adam. Food. Uh, can you be more specific? Restaurant delivery. No, wrong. Sharon? <laughs> more specific than food? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just because food's, food's a big general term. Oh, pizza. No. Uh, gr- groceries. 
groceries. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, did you ever hear this web van? I don't remember hearing about them. No. When was that? Nineteen, like, I'm like too young. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, did I laugh too loud on that one, Sharon? <laughs> too loud and too quickly. Yeah. Uh, it didn't give a year, but it said the late 90s, so I'm assuming 98 or 99. Okay. Wow. Oh, I might have been in the club. Yeah. <laughs> With your hammerman pants. Back to you, Sharon. So 13-4. Good stuff. I'll take it. We learned job, something Adam. today, Team though. Effort. That was fun. Woo. Nice question, Kelly. Thank you. I appreciate my efforts. That was a good <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate my efforts. <laughs> Uh, so the deal for uh, no new music from Elton John for the time being, I think, is uh, is kind of a catch-22 because uh, the clearest quote or my favorite of the quotes within the article that we read mm-hmm. was that I have no idea what the bleep I'm going to do next. <laughs> and that feels great, I fe- which is saying a lot because yep. he works. Yep. He writes, they write, mm-hmm. he records, he's interested in making new music. So I think the benefit of this pandemic in the world of Elton John yep. is that it's given him what he indicated his farewell tour would result in, which was, okay, I'll do this farewell tour, then I'll get to spend time with my family because that's what I'm supposed to be doing. And then the farewell tour was to go on for three years. Mm-hmm which was ahead of any adding of shows, yep. which would have extended the whole process. Uh, and, you know, so that really isn't, you know, spending time with the family if you're working for, you know, almost four years on a farewell tour. Mm-hmm. So enter the pandemic and here you go with your family time and he's loving it. That's great. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Although it's weird. Like, I feel like He's a workaholic, so I figure, like, maybe six months of this, like, six months more, and then he'll be back <laughs> at it. Especially if uh, yeah. if Bernie is in his ear encouraging him to work on new music, right? Totally. So. And not even just encouraging him to work on, but, like, here's the lyrics I've been working on. You want to get on yeah. that, please? <laughs> like, all he has to do is his parts, which is add the magic. Like, it's a tag team of writing and writing lyrics and writing music for those guys. Yeah. Um, and it just happens. Like, that's just... Elton sees the lyrics and and then sees the music and it happens. So all he has to do is be able to, who knows if he's read the lyrics, you know, maybe he's not even gone there. Maybe he knows that if he reads them, it'll be a door close on the family. (laughs) I got to go right. See you later. Peace out. Um, But he sounds, uh, I loved what he said, though. uh, And I quote, I just don't think that this is a time for me to think about recording. I'm a dad and I love being a dad. I'll get in the mood to record again and I'll get in the mood to write. But no one needs another Elton John record out at the moment. End quote. I'm sure his fans don't I don't know about that. that. I think I exactly. Although I feel like if he does have time to sit with it, he'll probably come out while him and Bernie will come up with some really kick butt music because i'm sure bernie is going to be reflecting on all the crazy that's gone on and um but you know it's funny the um a list came out and of course as we're we're in this month at the end of the year all the top 10 lists are coming out and the best ofs and the worst ofs and all that stuff and uh one of the entertainment websites i follow put out their top 15 albums and it was a, a, mm-hmm. a, a bunch of mixed genres um but looking at the pop albums themselves they went with uh Dua Lipa would have been in third place if I if I go this Love way. It. Then Taylor Swift with Folklore, and then The Weeknd with After Hours. And uh, it's funny because I would have gone with Dua Lipa first because her album was upbeat and danceable, and I think it helped yeah. so Great. many of us get through 2020. Yeah, 
Totally. So, um, you know, and I appreciate what Taylor's done. And I, I and it's funny, like, I, I need to give Taylor a shout out as well because, uh, and we've talked before, I'm not always a fan of her antics, I guess, um, with some of the things she's got going on. But it's weird. She really is this yin-yang because sometimes she does stuff I really don't agree with. But then she'll do amazing things. And so a shout out to Taylor because she saw somehow online, I think, that there was these two women struggling uh, financially because of, uh, I think, health issues and pandemic stuff. And so she donated, from what I understand, $13,000 each to both of them. And she didn't need to do wow. that. And I realized that, you know, $26,000 is lunch money for Taylor Swift, but it was really sweet. So go, girl. Well, that's the thing. Like, no one needs to do anything, mm-hmm. you know? And and she certainly shouldn't be criticized for the amount that she gave. That she stepped in and did some good for a couple of people is is great. Yep, yep. great. So high fives. Like and actually, just a quick mention, too, um, The weekend often does a lot of great things as well. And they don't always get reported, but he's given a bunch of money to different organizations. And I think he's really been working hard on the advancement of um, – like underserved communities and stuff. So I think mm-hmm. that's awesome uh, when artists like step up. So cool. Yeah, I love that part about uh, the end of the year. The the great conversational debates on on uh, placement of albums or placement of songs in a top whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm actually recording the uh, the top thirty on my station, so I've got to write and record that. Oh, that's cool. And that's fun to look at because you're like, huh, I wonder why. wonder why that's number one. How, how did that not get higher on the chart mm-hmm, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And I know that uh, from from the feedback from listeners, you know, <laughs> they often have questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But it, you know what? It, there's, a, there's somewhat of a science to what happens and how it gets, uh, you know, placement on those things. Uh, but ultimately, no matter what hard and fast uh, – equation goes into determine that it is great fodder for debate oh yeah a thousand percent it's such a subjective matter that uh who doesn't want to fight about oh that? and just you want to fight for the songs that you love and the artists that you love and just a quick question uh, mention before you move on uh dua lipa there's a 90s connection there she has first of all the song levitating is absolutely yes, phenomenal but she's so has, good yeah adam loves it so there but adam have you heard because here's the, the part where i'm going to twist the plot a little bit she actually released before this current version. Well, I guess this current version was on the album, but she released a remix with Missy Elliott and Madonna. Yes, I heard that. It's which I love better than Oh the yeah, album me too. Version. It's sick. So, if you haven't checked it out yet, so check out Dua Lipa. The album is Future Nostalgia, but then search for the remix with Madonna and Missy Elliott. And she said that it was like a dream and she put it out into the universe and then there it came. So, the only thing missing was uh, a tag team effort of Missy Elliott and Thunderbolts in my estimation. <laughs> That'll be the 2021 mix, Sharon. And that's the thing, too. I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't think Madonna comes out for nothing. Mm-hmm. And I don't think uh, Missy Elliott, you know, just I think that these artists know when something is good. Yep. And if they can make it even better, yep. that's when... Or put a spin on it, not to make it better, but just put a spin on it that might actually help it levitate. Exactly. And what's crazy, I don't know if you noticed, guys, when you were listening to it, but um, Madonna and Dua sound super similar. Like, it was hard to pick out who was who. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did know who Missy Elliott was. I could hear her. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I, I got, and I think part of the facilitation of making this work out is I believe all three of them are on some version of the same level uh, label, Warner. Ah, I think yeah. they're all on imprints or whatever. So she's so uh, Missy Elliott, so specific, but so right. Yeah, like she's just got a signature on how she does her work that it's uh it's something to behold. Exactly. Indeed. Now, uh, elsewhere in the world of um, uh, work <laughs> and and people having work, it seems that we're going to be seeing a lot more of Queen Latifah. Yep. And seeing is the the operative word here because it has nothing to do with music, but more to do with her acting with a couple of movies. On the go. Yeah, she's... That'll be broadcast to your house. Yeah, well, I think that's the new thing is <laughs> what's much. going on. Yep, no kidding. So the, I love the description of the movie called uh, End of the Road. Yeah, I thought it had something to do with <laughs> boys to men for a minute. And then I was like... That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh, it's a movie about the them. Yeah. But no. Nope. I like the, uh, if I may... The movie centers on the recently widowed Brenda as she drives her family cross-country to begin a new life after losing her job. Widowed and lost her job. But it gets worse, Kelly. Isolated in the desert in New Mexico, she and her family must learn to fight back when they are targeted by a mysterious killer. So I'm nervous for her now. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> I'm a little nervous now. Yeah, because no as kidding. soon as I saw the word thriller, I was like, oh, I'm not really a thriller girl because it scares me. So I don't watch a lot of thriller <laughs> movies. <laughs> yeah. I don't like gross, you know, like I don't like it when it's uh Like Chainsaw Massacre? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. That. Yeah, like those. I saw the, cha- the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, when I was 12, in a drive-in in the country. Oh, not the best place. Not good. <laughs> Because the guy was, I went with my friend and her uncle, who was like the cool young uncle. Yeah. And he was telling us, yeah, it's a true story. Like, uh, <laughs> what? What's happening? So that was bad. Yeah. Anyways, back to Queen Latifah. <laughs> she'll just be like appropriately scary in this thriller. Because yeah, be thrillers are thrillers. They're not gross yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it'll be on Netflix. I don't know dates. Like, I don't know what we're looking for. Yeah, I don't think the dates have been released necessarily, maybe. But um, I think... It'll probably be at some point fairly early on in the new year if they're already talking about it. Uh, so something to look forward to there. But also Adam Sandler's new movie, she'll be a part of that. Hustle. Hustle. That sounds like a Queen Latifah movie to be in. <laughs> you know what movie yeah. I really liked her in? Is, is Was it Taxi with the Fallon? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was, was such good. A, that was such a great I should actually watch that over the Christmas holidays. I love that movie, especially when he had to sing. What song was it? He had to sing uh, like some old soul song because he couldn't drive, so he'd have to sing when he tried to back up. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so good. Uh, but this, the cool thing about this one is not only that she'll be in it, uh, Adam Sandler is in mm-hmm. it, and uh, he's directing, right? But um, LeBron James is producing. Oh, yeah. Well, Le- LeBron, I think his whole point or a big point of him moving to the Los Angeles Lakers was to set up the afterlife of his NBA career. And so this is the kickstart to it. There was a dramatic pause between afterlife and his NBA career. Or of his, <laughs> I'm like, he's setting up the afterlife. Awesome. So we'll all go to LA then. <laughs> Do you like my dramatic pause? I was working on it all day. It was something. <laughs> so uh, no, I think a lot of these dudes, well, there's if you're smart, you're doing this because, I mean, he, he will have a gajillion dollars till he does go to the afterlife. But 
some of these other NBA players, if they can, they should be getting into different businesses because their career is not going to be as long. And they might not have the uh, bank coming in like he's got. But, I, you know, I think Tom Brady does stuff. Um, we've seen Peyton Manning get into different things, after, you know, and he set up his post-retirement career. LeBron's doing the same. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal did the same years ago, and obviously so did Kobe Bryant before he passed away. So, mm-hmm. um, Which, by the way, and this is completely unrelated, but I have to tell you the story anyways, the two of you. Um, Rover.com, which is a pet site, uh, ranked the top pet names for 2020, and Kobe's yep. had the most, it sounds like he had the most upswing. So for his name itself, it was up 16%. For Black wow. Mamba, which is one of his nicknames, it was up uh, I believe 58%. And then wow. for just Mamba, that was up 111%. Because you can't confuse a dog with too many syllables. Mm -hmm. You can't give them two names. Yeah. You know what's funny, too, is in this whole list, apparently Michael Jordan is big with cat owners. But my question is, (laughs) do you call the cat MJ? Do you call the cat Michael Jordan? Come here, come here, pussy tat. Like, how does that work? Is it Michael? Is it Jordan? Like, that's a lot going on. If I had a cat. like you're flirting with If I had a cat, her name would be Katie Purry. (laughs) You're welcome. Oh, well, there's already a cat nice. that exists named Katie Purry, Kelly. So that would be confusing for all cats. Probably. They know. <laughs> Anyways, back to you, Sharon. <laughs> um, well, I think that uh, I, it's time that I put you on the spot. Do it. Do it. <laughs> we'll do a top two from Elton John. So great. Adam, are you nervous? You are you it? starting? I can start. Yeah. Go for it. Um, okay, I'll I'll start with... Um, can I? Can I... Can I use a featuring a song Can featuring Elton John? Because it's a song I really like. It's featuring another artist I really like, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, ooh, well, yeah. Ordinary Man, which came out this year. One of the yeah. few things, one of the few great things that came out of 2020 is for me totally. that song, which is amazing. Ozzy's great in it. Elton's great in it. And the other one is. I, I think it's the first song. It's one of the first songs I've uh, I I remember listening to. My mother, my my mom made me listen to that song when I was really young, when I was like four or five years old. Yep. Candle in the wind. Oh yeah. Ah, that's. And nice. it's just a, it's a song that stuck with me all those years, and um, I get teary every time I hear that. I song. get sad. I can't listen that's to that sweet. song. Especially, well, it's very real. Especially post Diana, yeah. like I, yeah. I can't well, my do mom it. loved Lady Di so much. That, uh, that's probably why she made me listen to that song, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's a beautiful song and a beautiful tribute yep. to uh, to the woman and uh, speaks very well of their friendship. And, yeah, it's, it's an I'm not crying, you're crying yeah. <laughs> example. <laughs> that's for sure. So that's my top two from Elton John. <laughs> well, that's good. You know what the uh, fun fact about uh, Ordinary Man that features Elton John on Ozzy's album is uh, the backing band. On that Who is it? song in particular, which is um, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Duff McKagan, not that you'd have to be specific when you point out someone <laughs> named Duff, uh, but also that the album was produced by the same guy that produced or has worked with uh, Post Malone. Isn't it? Um, is it? Oh, wow. Is it Andrew Watt? Andrew Watt. Yeah. So he also produced uh, the new Miley, al- Miley Cyrus album. Yeah, oh, which is so great, that album. Ugh, oh yeah, I love it. so it's interesting that it tie yep. you know that these artists that have been around forever in totally different genres from pop music, though their music has been popular, that they're uh, tapping into uh, working with 
up and coming or young producers in a way that keeps their music even more relevant and then introduces it to And it's still uh, so good after all those years they they've still got it that's for sure. Exactly. Totes. Are you ready yeah. for mine, Sharon? <laughs> Kelly, bring it on. Top 2, Elton John. Benny and the Go. Jets. Yes. Nice. Yes, yes. Yep, Benny and the Jets. I love that. And also I uh really appreciated years later when Mary J Blige sampled that on one of her songs on her album. Benny and the Jets. And then uh, I think my favorite gem is I Don't Want to Go On With You Like That. Love that song. Ooh. Love that song. Oh. That's a mover, I man. That's a move one. I love that one. That's good. Good picks. I think you would have also appreciated my uh, karaoke version <laughs> of Benny and the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> it was a house party. I can only imagine <laughs> how this went down. It got raised eyebrows. Like, what is she doing? She can sing that song. Interesting. <laughs> and then you have to stick to the whole song. Right. Whew, <laughs> Kelly, it's, you know, this lifestyle, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's your top two? My top two? Tiny Dancer. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, for a dig deep factor, I'd put Funeral for a Friend and Love Lies Bleeding because it's a beautiful opening to the Goodbye Yellow Brick Road album. And it's uh, grand and majestic. But if I may tip a a hat to my mother uh, and not try to dark cloud this whole uh, escapade, but uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Oh, right. Oh, wow. Uh, Because she sang that with her choral group. Oh, that's so cutesy. And it was beautiful, Mm. beautiful. Amazing. I forgot so, that's yeah. Elton John. That's one of those songs yeah. that comes on the radio now for me and my sister separately, mm-hmm. where it's a little tap on the shoulder. Oh, right. You know, it comes at the exact right time. Mm. You're like, okay, oh. <laughs> whatever. You might be like freaking out about something or mad about something or upset about something. And the song comes on. And you're like, oh, all right. I'll relax. <laughs> Mama just told you so. how it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, you know what? Elton John picking a top two, that's a tough one. Yeah. If you guys want to share yours with us, feel free. Find us on the socials yeah. and share away. Thank you for communicating with us uh, on any of the platforms. We appreciate that. Wherever you are, let us know where you are. And uh, and and thanks for finding us wherever you do. Adam. Sharon. Kelly. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, you guys. We'll look forward to uh, the next episode. Webisode? No. Episode of the showgram? Yeah. You're going to come up with really great words as the show rocks on. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening to 90s Now. Still happening.